When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Coach Steve Show podcast, where we discuss everything in the sports world, except for maybe a little bit of the NBA, some little bit of baseball. But this is where you want to listen to about college football, NFL, uh, we're going to get into some college basketball, listen to coaches from all over the country and different interviews, recaps, Chicago Bears, Illinois, all that stuff. This is the right podcast for you. There is also Geek Corner. It's a segment of the Coach Steve Show podcast that... There's been plenty of episodes out there. Please go check them out. They're on the YouTube channel. Um, they're wherever you listen to your podcasts, uh, where I talk with my good friend Logan Lee, and we discuss everything in entertainment, but mainly about Marvel. Uh, hopefully an episode will be coming out. Eternals just came out. By the time this episode drops, it came out two days ago. Got to see it opening live Thursday night. Uh, hopefully it was. it's a good game by the time this comes out or a good movie, so go check all that out. Um, Before we dive into today's episode, please hit the like and subscribe button on the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel. Um, Leave a comment in the comment section down below. Uh, Please follow it wherever you listen to your podcast. If you can leave it a review, please leave a review. 
rate it and all that good stuff. It really helps out the podcast, um, helps out the algorithm. So if you could take a minute out of your day to do that for me, that'd be greatly appreciated. Also, this podcast is brought to you by the Belly Up Podcast Network. If you go to bellyupsports.com, check out all the other podcasts that are out on that website. There's plenty of us out there on that website. We're all on the Belly Up Podcast Network. Go subscribe to all that as well. Betting season's in full swing. We are deep into the college football season. NFL is about halfway through. Uh, NBA is back. College basketball is about to come back with a vengeance. Um, head over to mybookie.ag to go make all your bets. So if you go to mybookie.ag and use the code BELLYUPFANTASY, it's going to double your first deposit. That is free money, man. Go take the free money. This podcast is also brought to you by Coach Stone Football and is back to the basics, books, and drills. If you go to coachstonefootball.com, you need to check out all of his books on football drills, practice planning, game planning. There's a little bit of strength and conditioning on there and much, much more. I can't keep up with all the books he's putting out there. Uh, his first book I know is over 500 pages. I have some here. Uh, if you're a football coach like me heading into your off season, you're going to be diving into different drills that you want to use for your summer camps and all that. Uh, maybe some of you for spring ball, if you're lucky enough to do so, this is the perfect place for you. So go to coachstonefootball.com and check out all the books there. Uh, you'll never need to look up another drill again. Um, this podcast is also brought to you by Swift Lifestyles. If you're looking for an energy drink for that midday pick-me-up, um, without having to crash later on for after about an hour or so. If you're looking for a pre-workout before you go on a run for the gym, but you're afraid to find a pre-workout that's going to give you those jitters. Um, if you're a gamer, they want to sponsor gamers. So if you're a gamer on Twitch or anything like that, even if you're a podcaster, they want to work with you. Um, you need to go to swiftlifestyles.com. They have a clean nutritional drink, and it's not a canned energy drink. It's in a tub that looks exactly like a pre-workout. I got the bubblegum bubble gum flavor, and it tastes exactly like the old school bubblegum that we had when we all played youth baseball. It's delicious. Um, it doesn't have any of the chalkiness to it. It doesn't have like the texture of it. You literally drink it, and there's no crash. It gives you the energy. Not a ton of caffeine where you're going to get the jitters or a crash. Perfect amount, clean stuff, no other crap in it. If you go to Swift Lifestyles, swiftlifestyles.com, and use the code COACHSTEVESHOW, you will get a whopping 15% off. So please go do that. Let them know I sent you. It helps support the podcast. Thank you so much. So going into, we are heading into college football week 10, which is absolutely insane. Um, the first topic I want to get into is people have talked about it, and I haven't really said anything yet um, on the podcast. Gary Patterson, legendary head football coach at TCU, is out. He has been there a long time uh, after 20 years. Um, he's been there, you know, leading the Horn Frogs for a long time. They, you know, they've changed conferences. They, you know, were in a smaller conference. They moved over to the Big 12. Um, they had a meeting on Sunday night. Um, they wanted to do kind of like an LSU with Coach Ed Ogeron, and they asked Gary Patterson to finish out the year. Then after the year, he'll be gone, but he didn't want to do that. Um, that's kind of why I don't know why I get why coach Ed is there at LSU. Cause he kind of wants to finish with his guys. But at the same time, it's like, if you don't want me here, you guys got to move in a different direction. It's better for the programs, better for the school. TCU was not doing the best this year. Um, so he declined to stay. So he is out. Um, it was right after a, uh, a bad loss to Kansas state 31 to 12. Uh, Jerry kill is an assist on staff is going to be on an interim basis. The team is three and five overall one and four in the big 12. This is this is a big deal. Um, 
Gary Patterson took TCU, which is a small school, by the way. TCU was not this huge, big-time school, and created it and feels like they are a big-time program. You know what I mean? Like It feels like they are always in the conversation of really good. They're always up there, and they do not have this big-time enrollment like these other schools do. So his record at TCU, Texas Christian, if people want to know, um, according to what I'm looking at right now, is 181 and 79, which is a fantastic record. Um, won a lot of bowl games, played in a lot of bowl games. He is 11 and 6 in bowl games, actually. The highest ranked team he has ever had was in 2010. And the AP poll, they got to number two when they won the Rose Bowl. I do believe that was when. Um, they had uh, Andy Dalton on the team. I believe that was way back when. Now his records went all over the place. Um, you know, back in two thousand one, six and six, and they go ten and two, eleven and two, and then they go five and six, eleven, eleven and two, and then you see a, they have this. They go eight and five, then they have this long string: eleven wins, twelve wins, uh, thirteen wins. Uh, back when they did win the Rose Bowl, they did not get into the you know national title game, but you know how it is. Um, eleven and two, seven and six, then four and eight. So now these last strings since two thousand eighteen, seven and six, five and seven, six and four, three and five. So I guess in their minds at Texas Christian at TCU that this string of games is just not to what they're used to seeing because you're seeing eleven wins, twelve wins. Now once in a while you're going to get the seven wins and the six wins because again they are not a big time program and. They are a small school in the Big 12, and they're trying to get adjusted to this. But Gary Patterson is out. I'm going to call him like the godfather of the 425. Everybody that runs the 425 has started looking. They watch TCU for it, and we all have that TCU playbook. So to some of you coaches that pull that playbook out and go, look at this, I have the 425. I will pull that same playbook out and say, I've got it too. You know, we all have it. And... He's done a lot for coaches when he does that. Like he's created a great defense, and, I, and people have stole things from Gary Patterson. They steal things from him. They'll steal things from Nick Saban because they are great defensive-minded coaches. Gary Patterson, I am calling the godfather of the four-two-five. This is a big blow to college football because he is a great coach. He's done a lot of things good with TCU. He's won a lot of games at TCU, 181 games. That's a lot, and for a guy that has won games. I don't know if he has just never got the right phone call for a bigger time job. I don't, but even if he didn't, for a guy that never left a small school like that saying, I'm going to win here, we're going to compete, he recruited decently well for a school that size, especially when you're in Texas and you've got to compete with Texas, Texas A&M, you've got Houston, you've got, you know, now you t- like you have a ton of school colleges in Texas that you're competing with, and not like like in Illinois, you have like University of Illinois, which is Division One. You've got Northwestern, which is Division One. Then you've got just a, a lot of Division One AA's you compete with, but you don't have all these Division Ones in Texas. They've got a ton of FBS schools that they compete with recruiting in Texas alone, and so for him to get a program to get to the you know thirteen one mark, ten one mark, eleven one mark is fantastic. Like that just shows what a good coach he is and how passionate he was about the school, how passionate he was about the players. 
I guess these just string of years have just told TCU, like, you know, we're going to go find someone better. So now the big question mark is who's going to take over. Um, I think people are more worried about the USC LSU job, but this Texas or this TCU job, excuse me, I think it's going to be a big time high. They have to get a big time higher, but it's a, it's a good job to go out and get. Um, this is not going to be a job where I think you're going to see necessarily a big time head coach come in, but I think you're going to see a coordinator come in, uh, a defensive coordinator and offensive coordinator is going to come in. Now, what's going to be weird is if you bring an offensive coordinator in, you bring a guy that's been an offensive coordinator into this into a school that's thrived on defense, it's going to be a big switch. It's kind of like when Lovey Smith got let go from the Chicago Bears where they thrived on defense and you bring Mark Tressman in and they do this offense and they become more of an offensive team. So... This is a big blow to tech to college football because he's a good coach. Godfather of the 425. Ask anybody. When they look at the 425, they when it first started, that's who they were going to look at. And, you know, with TCU and guys, go check out Coach Vass. I'm trying to get Coach Vass on the podcast. And I and Coach Vass, if you do somehow listen to this, I'm sorry that you're listening to this because I'm not on par with I'm not on the same level as you guys out there. You guys are big time coaches. And Coach Vass knows ins and outs of this 425, and I would love to talk to him about the 425 even more. But um, he's put out a lot of good content about the 425. But I want to say, listening to Coach Vass's stuff, and I hope everyone corrects me if I'm wrong, in the 425, and you saw him do this with Coach Gary Patterson, is they would have different calls on this 425 and this revolutionized defense in college football. You see you see high school teams do this a lot. Um, well, they'll send a signal in. You have like two different defenses going on at the same time. And what I mean by that is in this 4-2-5, you have four down linemen and two inside backers. You got your two corners. And then you've got a free safety or just a safety. And then you got two outside guys. The two outside guys are linebacker safety built, so it's hard to recruit for that spot. But what I mean by this, they would get signals in for the front seven, so the four down linemen and the two linebackers would get a play call. They would get whatever front they wanted the linemen to line up in, wherever they want the two inside backers to line up in, and if there's some type of coverage to deal with those backers. Now those backers, yeah, they play man, I think, and they would drop into like a, a zone drop and all this stuff. But they would get that play calling, and then when the offense got into their formation, they got their play calling, then they're signaling in and yelling to the back, the back end, Okay, so you get the front seven or the front six, excuse me, excuse me, with your four down line and the two backers, you get those guys. And then the rest of them are getting a different play call. They're getting their coverages. They're getting how to line up. Maybe they're blitzing, all this stuff. Then they get a lot of call later when the teams are checking. So they're checking all over the place. Their stuff, um, that's where the big, I think for me personally, you know, when you hear the banjo call, when they're when you're shifting it over, your switch responsibilities and all that stuff. I never heard those terms to learning trying to learn TCU four two five. Now I'm an offensive guy, but still, when I was a young coach, that's where you heard the stuff. And people use it all over college football. So he revolutionized different things in college football. High school teams are doing this, and that's why I think at high school sometimes you can't really do a true TCU defense because of all the stuff they do. And you look at the four two five, you're looking at the mixed coverages and the blue coverages. People can call it quarters. People can call it whatever they want, switch or whatever. But for me, when I saw like, oh, when they run this shallow route, this guy's jumping that one, this guy's jumping to the other receiver. Both guys are looking at this. They, some people call it a cover two read and all that stuff, whatever you want to call it. But in that TCU playbook, it was called this. And I'm just paraphrasing. I'm going by memory. I am not a defensive guy. Again, Coach Vass, 
if for some reason you listen to this, I am sorry this is what you end up in, but I do want you as a guest. And please do not crucify me if I'm saying things wrong. I would love for you to talk to me more about this and teach me more. I will check out more of your content, but go check out Coach Vass's content. You know, Make Defense Great Again podcast and YouTube channel and all that stuff. Um, and thank you, Coach Vass, for all you do. But I, I kind of dabbled coaching the 425 when I was an assistant coach and I was coaching the outside safeties where, yeah, you do get this front call for the front six and then the rest was different. You got to see what it was, but they've got a match and this and that. So you sometimes on Gary Patterson's teams, you had two different defensive coordinators. It seemed like like the front six got taken care of and then the back ends got taken care of and everything else. And you're starting to see that in three fours. You, you kind of are seeing it. And so kind of, he kind of revolutionized college football and defense. The four, Godfather, I'm going to say of the four, two, five, and I have no factual evidence, but when I think of four, two, five, I think of TCU and I think of Gary Patterson. So this is going to be a turning point and page in college football and at TCU of whoever they hire. It's not going to be the same. They're not going to run. They may not run the same defense. You bring in an offensive coordinator, and maybe that's what this school is going to do. Maybe, you know what? We need to score some points. We need some offense. I don't really know. I haven't dived too much deep into this, and I apologize. Probably unprofessional. I did not dive too deep into this of who are they going to hire. I foresee if you're going to hire somebody that might be a head coach that's not in a power five, but I could also see them hiring a coordinator, probably an offensive coordinator to come there. But this is a good job nonetheless. Yeah, the last string of a couple years here have not been the best. But this is a good job. Gary Patterson has created TCU to be on a national stage. And everybody knows who TCU is. Everybody. Got them to get over to the Big 12 to get them that national spotlight. To say, okay, now we're in a Power 5. And some people might have looked at it and said, well, why'd you go to the Big 12? You could have just stayed where you were at and continue to win. They compete in, compete in the Big 12. They're, they're a pesky team that you don't want to play. And when they're good, when they were good, they were good, you know. And this past couple years has been a little rough. Teams around them have gotten better. Recruiting's a big battle there when you're in the Big 12. you got to compete with all those other Big 12 schools. Then you've got to compete with all those Division One Texas teams. So it is a tough thing to do for them. But it is a sad time in college football to see Gary Patterson go. Um, sad day. For everybody, I think, but Godfather of the four two five, we wish him luck. Um, you know, now they're going to come in and play Baylor this week without him, and so it's so one. So we don't know what's going to happen. Baylor right now is playing pretty well. They're number twelve in the top twenty five. They're seven and one. Um, Coach Aranda has got them playing pretty well. They're only a six and a six point five favorite because Baylor um, plays very good defense. But, I mean, TC, see, this is where I don't know if they need a better defense for TCU because TCU's averaging 31.5 points a game and Baylor's averaging 37. But it could be the defense, but Gary Patterson could fix it. Or maybe they decide because he's not making changes. I have no idea. But this is going to be a big-time game for TCU. They are sitting at 3-5. and five. They're 1-4 and four in the conference versus Baylor. So either TCU's going to come out and just play freely and say, you know what, this is going to be for Coach Gary Patterson who got us here. Um, they're going to come out and just ball, or they're going to come out and ball for the first half, and then talent takes over and Baylor wins. So it's going to be a big-time game for TCU. Uh, we wish Gary Patterson all the best. Maybe he's done coaching college football. Maybe he doesn't come back. Who knows? But hopefully he comes back. I think he needs to come back. Just be curious to see if he comes back um, as a coordinator or anything else. Um but we wish him the best. I just wanted to discuss that a little bit. Um, going into college football week 10, another topic that I wanted to discuss is the last week, 
and I'm going to talk about Mike Leach, one of my favorite coaches. Mississippi State last week got their revenge on Kentucky. Last year, Kentucky got the better of Mississippi State, and it was a very, 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 very low-scoring game. Mississippi State this year has played a lot better. They've had signature wins and bad losses, you know, bad losses to LSU. Um, they weren't going to beat Alabama, but they beat Texas A&M, Walt Vanderbilt, and then they beat Kentucky, who some people think is, you know, they were number 12 in the nation. They beat them 31-17. to 17. So the reason why I bring up that is because Will Rogers was 36 of 39 for... 344 yards and a touchdown. Okay, now somebody like a touchdown. Well, running backs got they got they got some love in this one. Dylan Johnson, two touchdowns, rushing touchdowns on 11 carries. Okay. They had 94 yards of rushing, which is unheard of for a Mike Leach team. But they were able to sweep those in because Will Rogers was throwing the ball so well. Will Rogers, I think, is not He's a little bit underrated. People aren't really talking about him. He throws a really good ball. He is understanding the air raid offense. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is when are people going to start to respect Mike Leach? You know, I've said a few times Mike Leach is one of the best college football coaches. Oh, he's not elite because he doesn't win championships and everything else. You got to look at what the man's done. First of all, he and how Mummy have created this offense. Okay. Career record, he has been a head coach for 20 years. As of right now, he's 140 and 100. Now, some people are like, oh, that's not great. I guarantee you it's better than a lot of other people. He's 8-8 eight eight in bowl games, okay? But you got to look at where he coached at. He took over a Texas Tech team that was terrible, and he was there for 10 years. For 10 years, okay? 10 years at Texas Tech, he was 84-43, and 43, which is pretty good. Then he goes to Washington State, who everybody knows Washington State is not very good. Spent eight years there, and he went 55-47. and 47. Okay, now he's trying to revamp Mississippi State in the SEC, which is harder. But Mike Leach is a good coach, and he is one of the best college football coaches there is. And his bull record, I mean, he went, you know, he's eight, he's been to 16 of them, and they're eight and eight. Like, I just don't get it. Five and four in bowl games at Texas Tech, two and four at Washington State. Like, can we just... And then he's 1-0 at Mississippi State when they won the Armed Forces Bowl last year. Like, we need to give him some respect. And I think people do give him respect, but there are times where they're like, oh, Air Raid doesn't work in the SEC. Well, it's starting to. And yeah, and, and you know what? Maybe Mike Leach will never go undefeated because that's what it is. It's Air Raid. But guess what? He has a system. It works. It's going to work in the SEC. And here's the reason why I know it works. Watch every team in the SEC, if not college football, and into the NFL. They run air raid concepts. And maybe they did it before Mike Leach. I have no idea. But he and Hal Mummy, you know, watched teams at BYU years ago. And they watched things like that. Um, and they change college football with it. People run that mesh concept. People run that shallow concept. You see why crosses... Alabama last year runs a version of white cross where they got two guys coming over and a white cross coming underneath and it opens up Devontae Smith on the other side. Like, you see these. NFL, you're seeing them. So they have revolutionized football, so you have to put them up there like this. And beating a team like Kentucky, I think, should solidify that. I think he gets respect, but there are those things I see where, um, oh, blah, 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 whatever. Air Raid is like basketball. You know, you LeBron James fans always talk about, well, when he gets on this team, they got a mesh. 
Same thing with air raid. Air raid is basketball and grass where they have to get into a rhythm, and that's why people are scared of it because of the throwing and the rhythm you have to get into. He is not afraid of that. Will Rogers looks pretty good under it. Now, they have tough tough games coming up. They've got Arkansas. They've got Auburn. They've got, you know, now Tennessee State. They should probably be. Then they've got Old Miss. Um, so I just wanted to bring up that um, – that part of it, the stuff I'm seeing about Mike Leach and the air raid not working, like you have to understand it is working if we look at who he's beaten and who he's lost to. Now, yeah, they've had some bad losses. Um, but again, he's dealing with guys. He's trying, they're having to get some confidence. They have to buy into what's going on, and that's slowly happening. Their defense is playing better. Um, so I wanted to bring that up how the air raid is working. Um, because you want to, again, we go back to his coaching record. Texas Tech was a horrible thing when he took over and never had a below 500 record. Then he gets to Washington State. Now he does go below 500 twice, but Miss Washington State is a tough place to win. It's a very tough place to win. We know the history of it. You know, it was 3 and 9, 6 and 7, 3 and 9. Then after that 3 and 9, the worst one he had was his last year at Washington State where they go 6 and 7. Best one he got to 11 2. So I think the knock on him is. Oh, well, yeah, once in a while you're going to get to 11 and win, but then you're going to go win six. Okay. And that's fine. I would like to have hit like that. I mean, one, he's a great interviewer. We're going to have great interview stuff. But Air Raid's going to work in the SEC uh, when they get into a rhythm um, and they start getting better athletes than they would at Washington State. It's easier to recruit for Mississippi State than it is Washington State. And then at the time, he had to rebuild Texas Tech. And look at what Texas Tech has done since he's left. So that should just solidify it even more. Give the man more respect than you do already. And Air Raid's going to work. He's one of the best college football coaches there is right now. And Coach Mike Leach is a team. If you are a Kentucky maybe even an old Miss or whoever, where you don't want to play them and you give them a year, another year or two, that's going to be a team you don't want to play because he is going to do that. There's going to be years where he beats people maybe he's not supposed to. They go 11-2. and two. Maybe they'll go 11 and, or 11-1. and one. Excuse me, and then they get to a bowl game and then they end up 11-2, and two, but they'll go 11-1 and one and then 12-1, and one, stuff like that. So I guarantee you he's going to be, they're going to get to the top level. Their defense plays pretty good at Mississippi State. I think he understands that they have to continue that. They get Will Rogers for a little while longer because he's a young quarterback. They get some playmakers. They start to understand what's going on and fit into the system. It's going to be fine. Uh, they have a tough game coming up uh, this week for Mississippi State when they've got to play Arkansas. Arkansas um, you know, has played pretty well, and they've kind of fallen off just, just a hair, not too much. Um well, a little bit. You know, they lose. They've had a tough stretch. So they, they Texas A and M they beat, and then they lost to Georgia, Old Miss, and Auburn. So they've had a tough stretch of games, and then they beat UAPB. Don't even know who that is. Um, so this is going to be a really good game. I think it could be a high scoring game. It's going to come down to who makes more plays. This is going to be an exciting game. I, you know, right now Arkansas is a minus five favorite. The only reason why I think. That is because they're going to look at their strength of schedule. But Mississippi State's had a tough schedule. Texas A&M, Alabama, and then they play Vanderbilt. But then Kentucky, who was a tough game. Uh, it's going to be a high-scoring game because Arkansas is averaging 32 points, Mississippi State 28. 
Their defenses are very similar. They're both giving up 24 and 23. They get about 425 to 465 yards a game and all that stuff. So it's going to come down to, I think, the offenses are going to have no problem moving the ball. It's whose defense shows up. They're very similar. So it's going to come down to which defense is going to make more plays. So it's going to be an exciting game for all. I hope everybody checks it out. It's going to be pretty exciting. But I just wanted to really talk about, like, air raid's going to work. Um I mean, then another big game is LSU and Alabama. Alabama's going to scorch LSU, and you're, you're going to feel really bad for Coach Ed Ogeron. There's not much to talk about. Alabama, I think, is just going to have to really wallop them, especially with this college football playoff, and start to get in a groove before they get into the playoff or the SEC championship game, probably versus Georgia. Not too much to talk about that, but it's a big-time rivalry game, I think, LSU and Alabama. LSU players are going to be up for that game. Coach Ed Ogeron's going to get them pumped up and ready to play that game. But it's Alabama. They've got the athletes. We don't really need to dive into more into that. Probably the one of the biggest games that's happening that's going to happen is Auburn and Texas A&M. Auburn is on fire right now. They are hot. They are playing better. Right now, Texas A&M is a 62.5% favorite because they are starting to find their groove as well. Auburn is number 13 in the nation. Texas A&M is number 14 in the nation. They are both 6-2. and two. Auburn is 3-1 and one in their conference. Texas A&M is 3-2 and two in the conference. Um, Bo Nix is going to have to come out. He's starting to play better. This is going to come down to which quarterbacks play better. I think their defenses are both going to play well. Auburn is averaging more points right now because Texas A&M went through that stretch of not scoring points. But Texas A&M's defense is only giving up 16 points a game. Auburn's is giving up 19. Auburn is getting more yards per game. Um, So this is going to be a very close game. It's going to be an exciting game. But I think it's going to come down to confidence and which quarterback plays better. Bo Nix, you know, has been kind of inconsistent throughout his career, but he's he's getting hot. Uh, Calzada is getting confidence. Confidence is a big part of the game. So I think their defenses are going to show up and do what they need to do. But this one's going to come down to offenses. They both average scoring a lot of points a game. So I think it's going to come down to their offense, and it's going to come down to their quarterbacks. If Bo Nix is hot and making the plays he needs to control in the offense – can move around, maybe makes a couple big run plays. He gets some big pass plays. They convert big third downs. Maybe they convert a big fourth down. They are going to be put in a great situation to win. But the same thing for Texas A&M. If Calzada is going to continue to play better, they're going to be in a good situation. But I'll tell you what, they're both confident right now. Auburn is having fun. They have confidence. And as a coach myself, confidence is a big part of the game. So them coming in with confidence is going to give them an edge. But I don't even know who to pick and to win in this game. But if those players come in, if Auburn's wide receivers continue to help make plays because you don't really have these big playmakers there, but if they come in and have those playmakers, they will win. But the same thing Texas A&M. If Calzada plays confidently and continues to play well and then the defense steps up just a little bit and they play better, Texas A&M is going to win. This is going to be a hard-hitting game. It's going to be a fun game to watch. It's an exciting weekend for college football. And yes, the Air Raid works in the SEC. I just kind of wanted to end it with that. Um, so there's a real quick snippet of college football week 10. It's crazy. We are in the week 10. We do which coach Peter, uh, Gary Patterson luck in whatever he does next. If he doesn't coach, if he decides to coach again, um, you kind of feel for TCU. He built that up, but, um, go enjoy college football this weekend. Um, it's going to be a lot of good football to watch regardless. There's way more games outside of that to watch. Those are just the ones that caught my eye and to talk about real quick that we are all probably going to watch. Enjoy all of it. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. Check out all the affiliates in the description below. Like and subscribe and all that stuff. Check out all the other um, episodes on the podcast. And 
podcast episodes are coming out weekly. Um, I'm going to try to do that as much as I can. My schedule is going to get crazy. Thank you to anybody who always listens. I really appreciate you. I'm trying to grow this. Um, please, 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 please help me grow this. And it will be all because of you that this podcast grows, not because of me. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we are gone. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.